Hey everybody, I want to talk to you about Vega, our sponsor here at the Make Trades Great Again podcast. Uh, Vega was founded in 1889. They're headquartered now in Attendorn, Germany. I've actually toured their headquarters and their training facility there in Germany and it's phenomenal. Uh, second to that would be their headquarters here in Broomfield, Colorado. They've even got manufacturing right here in the United States in McPherson, Kansas. I've been to the McPherson facility where they make copper press fittings, and I'll tell you what, quality control and quality overall is second to none. And that's what they hang their hat out there at Vega. They're innovating new products all the time. They've really invented this whole press space. They are the leader. So if you want to find the best products for your installations, check them out. They've been a huge supporter of Mechanical Hub for years, so we're very thankful to them for that. They believe in supporting the trades and helping everyone out with great training, great products, and just great loyalty to us tradespeople. So thanks, Vega, and thanks for listening. Enjoy the show. I can't even get water heaters. We've talked about that so much. It's crazy. I don't yeah. think we need to talk about it. It's up to you, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Well, you should just put one of those in a box and send it to me. Oh, well, you said you already got one or <laughs> well, two I, or what? Yeah, no, I, I have one, but. And you want to put it in your own house. Yeah, it's committed for my house. Well, just get it done. I, I, yeah, that was that's this weekend's project, maybe. How long does it take you to get stuff put in in your own house, Eric? Did we lose Eric? <laughs> Damn it. Hey. hey, are you there? Yeah. yeah. Okay. How long does it how long does it take you to get stuff put into your own house when you got it? Forever. Forever. Yeah. Like the kid from the sandlot, right? Yeah. Yeah. Forever. I'm having a problem right now with my variable speed uh well. Hmm. Yeah. That's expensive. Yeah. So I put in a new pump last year after 18 years, which is, you know, okay. I'll take that. Uh, I think what we had was a power spike issue, and it fried my pump, to be honest with you. But I've also got the... Mine is a Grunfoss system, and it's uh, known the 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 date era in which this was made. Like, for a couple of years, they had some problems with their controller. Yeah. And mine is that, but it's been fine for 18 freaking years. Right. And so when my pump went out, I'm like, no, the controller's fine. Let's not even touch it because it's a, right. it's expensive. It's not cheap. Yeah, and um, I should have you know retrospect and and I knew this, but you know how it is when it's your own house. No water. I'm like, get the get that freaking pump out of there right. We oh, got yeah. water. You know, like it sucks when you don't have water. Holy crap! And uh, my my controller's going bad. And I ordered one yesterday after four or five days of knowing I had to order it. It's it's so hard to get around to do stuff for your own house. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna open us up finally. So, hey everybody, thanks for joining us on the Make Trades Great Again podcast. We have a special guest, uh, Andy, and I want to welcome Eric Silva, Silva Mechanical, out of Michigan. Eric, hey. thanks for joining us today, man. Yeah. Well, so we've been talking, the three of us, uh, and I've been, you know, back and forth with both of you guys on how I wanted to talk about brand loyalty. And I think today is the day to talk about it. It's a big discussion because I think it can go in a lot of different 
directions. And, you know, first and foremost, what makes you loyal to a brand? And it doesn't have to be, we don't have to talk about just stuff that we're working with necessarily, but you know, when you think of the the term brand loyalty, Andy or Eric, what are you guys thinking in your head? Like, are you constantly, you know, only going to buy gas from one single gas station? Cause like you like that gas station, like I'm loyal to this brand. Or do you only buy a certain kind of pair of boots or something because they haven't let you down or what makes you loyal to a, a brand? Like, that's what I kind of want to get into first. Yeah. Um, I, I think a lot of cases, you know, we all kind of fall into this, what's readily available, what is locally sold, and then you kind of build on that there, right? But it's not until you have a couple of pickups that you, you start looking at it. Um, I know for myself, a handful of years back, I was using a certain manufacturer circulator, and they changed it. And it was like just a rolling chain. Hey, you know, go ahead and set it. Free GPM. Next day, somebody would call you. Go, hey, uh, it shows the pump's doing eleven GPM. What? Um, and you know, much like a lot of things, you know, you, you sit back, you wait for somebody's response. And um, I'll use this term that that a trainer used to say to me a lot. You know, life happens. Ninety nine percent of it's how you react to it. When the attitude is, well, we haven't heard of that issue. Like, I've been dealing with that for a year. And then went to AHR. I think we were in Orlando. Uh, obviously, right before the world <laughs> fell apart. Uh, and I was talking to a rep out of like the, the Northeast region. And he said, oh, yeah, we had the same issue with those circulators. And now, you know, again, you have this opportunity to get in front of that manufacturer and bring it to them. And, well, we haven't heard of that. Come on, I'm right here. You know, like, don't lie to my face. It's an oh, issue. Yeah. Other people are having an issue. So it, it forces you to turn and, and go a different direction. Um, but as well, brand loyalty wise, like you just mentioned, gas station, what's the major search engine that you use on your phone, or on your computer, right? Everyone has, hey, I use Google, I use Bing. People are just, we're all familiar with what we're familiar with, and that's what we, we go to, you know. Yeah, I you know I think you you hit on something that the one that item that that pops up in my head the most is I'm like if, if I were going to rank like scale of of loyalties together, very high on that list would be support. Like, I mean, am I going to get legitimate support? Like, dude, when I call in for for I, I have I have problems. When I call in for help, do do I get Somebody that's reading out of a book. Am I able to go to a level two support? Am I able to go to a level three? Is there somebody there that actually knows what the inside of this thing looks like? Hmm. You know, and and to me, that's uh, more important than shiny package. And I mean, quite honestly, here recently, I mean, even switched to a boiler company that was not even repped in my state. You know, I'm like, oh. all right, well, let's. Let's let's try this. They seem to have good support. Let's go. Let's go that route. Sure. You know, so it's a kind of kind of crazy to to see that side of it. You know, and and ultimately the reason I left the, the previous boiler company was support. The product right. wasn't working the way it was supposed to. Sure. Well, yeah. Well, I was going to say is that is, so is the opposite true too? Then if 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 Andy. Uh, Eric, you know, your example kind of is the same, is, is very similar to what Andy's talking about, the support thing, 
You know, if yeah. you call in, you're looking for help because something has changed. Something's not the same. Something isn't working the way it should or has in the past. And then you call in and they're like, oh, you know, throw their hands up or they point fingers at you like you didn't yeah. do this right or you didn't <laughs> yeah, do that. You just right. don't understand. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll, I'll throw it out there. There's a certain manufacturer of a press jaw out there that's kind of uh, been handling a certain situation with me like that for a, a, a hot minute. And, you know, I was just down at that plumbing hacks convention and the guy literally stood in front of me and he said, well, maybe you're doing something wrong. And I kind of like looked at him and I was like, yeah, I'm going to drive myself to your guys facility and start launching these things through the window. That's the last thing you want to hear. And I hope I they're know, listening right? to this, you know, because. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah, no, and then that's my point. Fix, that's where I was fix going your with fucking it. problem. That's what yeah. it is. That that's what we all want. We get the frustration. The homeowners, the business owners are unhappy. Fix the problem. Yep. Well, you know, so on that line, right? You can with some of these manufacturers. We're you know we we all do similar work. You know, plumbing and heating. You know, we're doing boiler systems, things like that. Water heaters. You know, it's all regular business for us. And, and occasionally you do have to call into tech support. Uh, maybe not often, or when you do, it's, it's maybe at a, a little bit of a higher level than a lot of the calls that they get on a regular basis. Okay. That said, you know, these companies don't just produce one product, you know, the press, the, the press tool, you know, that tool company, they produce, a, I don't know, thousands of tools, hundreds. Or, you know, the boiler company, they don't just have one model, they have multiple. And I've found myself personally, you know, maybe not breaking ties in my, you know, crushing my loyalty dreams with these companies, but like abandoning product lines and within that company. Like I won't install a certain boiler by a certain company because they have other boilers I'd rather. Does that make sense? You know, I don't want to, I hate to name names. Because it's not fair to them. They're not in on the discussion. So they can't, they're not here to defend themselves. And it's not the point of who is who or what is what. It's just the example I'm trying to make. Like, look, I don't like this particular model of combi boiler that this particular company makes. Do they make other ones? Yep. Are the other ones better? They seem to be. So do I, do I just wash my hands of the company or do I just walk away from that one product? You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. You know, just like, you know, I don't particularly like I pre- I do actually have a preference, like what gas station I go to. I know it sounds simple, like it's a gas station, dude. But like, yeah, but this one's shiny and has like <laughs> better snacks. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so, you know, but honestly, think of how simple that is. And yep. all three of us in on this discussion right now could say, yeah, yeah, that's I do the same exact thing because we all do. We all do it. If you don't do it, then you're lying. You're like, but you, you tell me you don't care. That you know? statement right there is the same reason why you go to Menards every day is for the snacks. That's it. Yeah, right. Well, I mean, come <laughs> on. Yeah. If I am I going to go to Menards or am I going to go to Home Depot? Hmm. When is how long has it been since I've eaten? Yeah, Menards. <laughs> no, but okay. So you know, moving on. You know, when you know, like. I think I brought it up. I like to go to the, you know, I, I like to bring my business my to my supply house where I'm going to buy as much as I possibly can from the same company. 
And a lot of companies, a lot of guys in this industry would be like, yeah, I get it. You know, it makes sense. You get kind of one bill at the end of the month and isn't one bill better than five. And if you can get what you need, that kind of thing. And I can, in this, in my instance, my, my example would be, I like this company called Gooding Company. They're my local regional supplier there, but they're one of those companies though, that it's easy to like them. They have like everything. And right. hundreds of them. And so you're very rarely told like, oh, we don't have that or we can't get it to you until like next. Usually it's, oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's before 530 p.m. So you can have it tomorrow. You know, mm-hmm. holy crap. You know, so like they I think companies make it easy for you to be loyal to them. You know, well, do, you, do you like to go to the same supplier all the time or would you rather shop around? No, it's <clears throat> I think it's that uh, that person that whatever what's that convenience factor that comes into it. You know, like you say, if you, if you go into your supply house and there's supply house X, um, let's call it home Depot that has all the things, but nobody that knows how to do any of it. Right. You know, you're just standing in there by yourself. You might as well be ordering the stuff online, um, and going in and picking it up. Or you go to the supply house that has all the things and maybe somebody behind the counter that, actually knows what they are and how they go together. And, you know, it, it's, I think it's pretty, it's getting rare, less, less common that you find um, vendors or vendor employees that are knowledgeable in that product field um, beyond what the counter counter mat shows, you know, so you get these, uh, you know, guys that are, you know, they're there to, they're to find the parts, you know, and that's, that's fine. But yeah. I, th- I think that's, to me, that's a, one of the big loyalty things, you know, I mean, we've got a couple of, of supply houses here locally that are um, small shops and I generally like to work with them, but as soon as they're outside their element, we're piecing out. Yeah. And I, I feel like for years. For now, oh, go ahead. Um, oh, sorry. Uh, but yeah, no, no. I think like right now, you know, with, with so many places not having everything in stock that you prefer it's kind of tough to be loyal to one wholesaler because I mean, I, I prefer certain manufacturers press ball valves. Uh, you know, they're actually, they're, well, they're based out their corporate office for them is actually based out of like Auburn Hills, Michigan. And it's my, my go-to. Well, if I go to my one wholesaler where I get water heaters and boilers from, they don't stock that product line. Oops. Now I got to go to another place. Then I like expansion <laughs> tanks from a different place, you know, and, and you know, again, I mean, yeah. how loyal can you be, you know, where, yeah, especially again, right now it costs you another three hours just to do one job. And it's like, boy, what a pain. Yeah. Um, no, that's a great that, point. That's actually. what you do. No, you're dead on. It does cost you. That's a, that's another discussion in itself. The amount of extra time we're spending now on jobs. Yeah. People are people are kind of shaking their head a little bit when I give them a price for the first time in a long time. I mean, there's always going to be somebody that thinks it should cost less. But when I give them an honest price, and and even I'm looking at it going, oof. And, it, and I'm trying to account for all this extra time. I mean, it's taken me days at a time to get products now. Like I'm yeah. right. on the phone or yeah. texting or calling or <laughs> online looking for things that are like normal stuff and yeah. And yep. then and Eric, you bring you perfect timing. You bring it up. Let's talk it. Let's get it out of the way or let's include it on in the conversation. 
how are you loyal to a brand if you can't even get the brand? And I'll, and I've had this, uh, Andy is so tired of me talking about this and I don't think I've talked about it on the podcast yet, but you know, three weeks ago is a great example. I needed a pressure vacuum breaker for an irrigation line because it's springtime in Minnesota and everybody decides to lose their mind in the fall and forget to winterize stuff. And then it's broken when they want their water turned back on in the spring. So I'm looking for a pressure vacuum breaker. I think Eric and I have even talked about this, Andy. It took me days to find one and then took me days longer to get it shipped to me. And in the meantime, I got my awesome rep, one of my reps who I actually really like and talk to almost daily. And he's, you know, he's a rep for one brand. And I'm like, he's like trying to find me his brand of pressure vacuum breaker. And finally, I just stopped. His name's Jay. And I'm like, and I hope he's listening to this, too. I told him, Jay, and this is what I said almost verbatim. I don't fucking care who makes a pressure vacuum breaker. I just need a pressure vacuum breaker. It matters to me not at all whose name is on it, where it came from, what country of origin. I don't care where it came from because right now I can't get any one of them. So it's not an issue to me. So in that situation, it wasn't me being disloyal to any brand it was me just trying to solve a simple problem and that's what we're up against like you brought up eric what what does it matter if you can't get this stuff you know this covid thing has changed everything and that's one of the reasons why we were talking about this today in the first place sure i sold uh it was it was one of those projects that you go in and the guy's like wow you know we got all this this really old piping in the basement and you know we've been remodeling the house a little bit at a time and we uh we want to replace this piping. I was like, okay. So I go over and look and uh, you know, he's got a like a 27-year-old 50-gallon electric water heater in the basement. Oh wow. No water softener and I'm like, "What? That, that, uh, it's got an insulation jacket on it." I'm like, "Yeah, that's holding that together. Don't just just don't touch, don't you know." Don't touch it. Yeah. And uh we're looking and the piping um it just goes around in circles. I mean, it's like there's so much galvanized pipe in this basement, oh, and yeah. there's some polybutylene, there's some PEX, you know, there's some copper, there's, you know, a hundred years of renovation done on this house. And I'm like, all right, yeah, we can do this. And he's like, all right. And I'm like, we should put in a tankless water heater. I mean, you got gas right here. It's in a basement. You got an outside wall. I mean, this is like ideal. We're going to repipe everything anyway. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and it's, he's like, yeah, let's repipe all the waste piping, too, because it's really old and janky. I'm like, done. We'll do a repipe. Nah, let's do a gas pipe, too. So I sell this guy down, that, like, this whole house repipe, you know, gas, water, sewer, new tankless. I'm like, this is going to be a nice job. This was last week. So I, <laughs> I get him the price. He comes back. He's like, that looks perfect. When do you want to start? I'm like, you know what? We had a boiler job that we can't get the parts for. Your your luck, you know. Let's start on Wednesday. So that was this was yesterday, and for three days I've been trying to find a freaking tankless water heater, and I can't find one. And I'm like, well, all right, let's go in and repipe, and we'll stub for future, you know. Oh. And, and the guy's totally cool with it. He's like, no, I get it, I get it, you know. That's that's what we're up against, you know. I can't find door hardware right now either, so. You know, and and they're they're cool people. We did a, a little bathroom remodel for them here last year, but you just go, God, I had you know three days worth of work for a couple of guys, and just 
Yeah. Well, it turns into two weeks of trying to find shit. That's what it is. Yeah. yeah. I was actually talking to a homeowner the other day who needed their dishwasher replaced. And they said, yeah, we, you know, we went out to one of the box stores. We ordered the dishwasher that we wanted. It matched their color. Yeah, all right. They go, it's four and a half months out. You're not living without a dishwasher, right? I mean, yep. yeah, that's, that's tough. Just like same thing. You're not living without hot water. Yeah, there are ways to go ahead and get somebody back up and running. Like if that guy's 50 gallon goes down, what do you do? Slap another electric in there and roll it into the job. You eat it. You know, I mean, it, it can serve a purpose down the road. Um, but yeah, it's, it is definitely complicated. So Eric, we, you know, if anybody listening knows who you are, you do a lot of uh, tankless water heaters, a lot of boilers in a year. Couple. And you use one brand over and over. And um Yeah. And you do a lot of service work on those, so like you're doing a lot of you know, replacement and stuff like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Customer calls, and this is not a unique situation because it's happened to you many times. I mean, we talk regularly. Customer calls and says, I have this fifty gallon electric and I want, you know, I'm considering tankless, but I need a water heater regardless. And mm-hmm. le- you know, the reality is in some cases, in a lot of cases, you can't get a tankless right now especially of the brand that we're talking about. And I know it's not impossible. So this, right. this lady calls, says, I need, you know, I got a 50 gallon electric. I need a water heater. I was thinking about tankless, but what can you do? And let's say you can't get that tankless of your choosing or, you, you know, and you don't want to lose the sale. Do you, do you hunt down and find the next available tankless? Do you find whatever it is? Like you just said, Eric, you know, there's ways of just getting them back up and running. Maybe you just put in another tank, you know, like, you know, cause we're trying to run a business here. We're trying to grow. We're trying to make money. We're trying to help our customers, trying to do everything that's right. But where do you just stop and be like, you know what, this is the only thing I can do. Or is oh, it, yeah. do you do that just because it's the only thing you can do? I, I think that, you know, first and foremost, I mean, you just, you got to do right by that person, you know, um, and depending on what the situation is, like myself, even a couple of weeks ago, actually, I had a woman call me on a Friday evening, water heater's leaking. Um, hey, here's what's going on. I show up. Uh, it happened to be uh, one of the brands under the company from Lebanon, uh, Tennessee there. And it was like, all right, hey, they're going to cover it under warranty. She's like, oh. Well, monetarily, it doesn't make sense to say, do the tankless and do whatever, right? So what do you do? Run to the box store, grabbed a water heater, and, and came back. And again, you know, if, if somebody's willing to cover that product under warranty, I mean, I'm not going to sit there and go, hey, I'm not going to install this because I only want to do my product because I yep. know about, once again, the support level. Um, so, I mean, again, it's, yeah, I mean, you got to do right by that by that end user first and foremost, and then it's got to make monetary sense for, for all of us. Do you yeah. feel strong enough though? Like Andy, in your case, you know, this guy's trusting you to do this, all this work. Right. And yeah. you know, not, not like, unlike the lady that called you, you know, last Friday or, you know, like I get it, every bit of this is trust in us and, and relying on our expertise or something. But do you get to a point though, where you won't, install certain products because you've had bad experiences yeah. even if that's the only thing that's available right now that's my point i think in the what i'm trying to ask right a long way to get there but like is there like hey uh i'm gonna do everything i can to to make sure you're happy but i won't do this like i hate yeah. this product i'm not gonna do that to you or something i have i have one manufacturer 
who's <laughs> who's uh on my absolute do not buy equipment list. Yeah. Um like it's it doesn't kind of matter. And thing, I right? they they make a, a commercial water heater that I absolutely love that works so well. And I will not just on principle of how poor their support has been. Yeah. I will not install it. And I've sold a pile of these things and they, uh, they owe me, I, I, I don't know my, my warranty claims right now with them that they have claimed, Oh yeah, we're going to take care of you on that. You know, just go ahead and swap it out. We'll take care of you. I mean, several thousand dollars in like labor parts that you just like, you said, I mean, one of them was from, is from last November. So, and the guy's been stringing me along. I talked to him once a month. Yeah. You know, I'm like, Hey, I haven't been paid yet. Yeah. 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 Send, send me this. Will you? Okay. Yeah. Every month that send me something else, send me a W nine. Oh, where's, yeah. Can I need, I need an updated copy of your insurance, you know? And right. you just go, oh, dude, quit jacking me around. Just right. pay the bill. You said you were going to pay it and, but, and let's be done with it. And, and this kind of experience like that, where does your loyalty fall out with those guys? Yeah. And do you continue to, to move forward yeah. with something like that? That's <laughs> that's what the complicated part is, right? Well, so you know. they they have have a uh, the the last go around. He goes, "Well, I'm going to send you a boiler." And I said, "No, keep it. I don't want it." And <laughs> so if, your water heater failed. Yeah, you won't help me with me having already fixed it you won't take care of that situation that you know rightfully you're yeah. obligated to so instead you're just gonna try to throw like other free product at me no yeah. no i don't want that crap yeah. no and so this boiler is sitting at the uh, supply house and they call me about once you know once every now and then hey we got that boiler sitting for you i'm like <laughs> sell it to somebody else i don't care it's not mine i don't want it right you know and i, I said send it ship it back to the to paul you know i said He's the one that that sent it up here, and I told him not to. So, you know. Well, okay. It, so he, that's that's him. That's that's he, he's that was part of his. Well, I you know I should, we, we're not going to pay your labor. Um, we're just going to send you some free product, and I was like, yeah, it's fine if it's something I want, but I don't want your I don't want your garbage. Right. Well, so, that's okay. Perfect. Thank you for you just segueing right into this. <laughs> this is so perfect. So the loyalty goes both ways. Is what we're yeah. saying. I mean, break it down. Like that's what we just said. Like you can you can get to a point where no, I'm not going to use this XYZ product. Maybe yeah. it's within a certain product line, or maybe it's just the manufacturer altogether. Like whatever they make, I'm not gonna touch because yeah. you've had that kind of problem, right? Their loyalty seems to have stopped with you know, it's a two way street. They they don't seem to think so, and you know, cause their shit don't stink kind of thing. You know, when it comes to warranty and stuff like that, you know, it's a, it's almost as if these manufacturers think like it's no big deal. What do you mean? We gave you the part right. as if our as if our time is worth nothing. Yeah. Or or we shouldn't charge for it. Yeah. Or or somebody should just pay for it and not worry about it. What are you talking about? Your customer should just pay for that. Who cares? Uh, I care. Because yeah. I just sold them this thing like 18 months ago and it's failed now. So not yeah. only do I look like an idiot, because you're not the one that looks like an idiot, Mr. Manufacturer. They only care. I'm the one standing in their living room telling them they need a new one. Yeah. Or we got to change it. We got to see who's going to pay for it. And, and then when I tell them it's going to cost them $500 out of pocket to pay my labor, 
to fix your mess. And by the way, you're never coming out on the good end of that labor deal because <laughs> no. you've spent hours trying to negotiate no. these returns and these credits and all this kind of crap. Who's paying for that time? Who's yeah. paying for your consult time, your diagnostic time? And, you know, we say as contractors, oh, yeah, we get paid this much to swap out that heat exchanger and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that's great. But we're not ever, you know, most times we're not taking into the factor, like, I had to answer that call three weeks ago. I had to drive out to their house on their convenience. I was not out working on another job or bidding and being awarded, you know, like, it all costs money. That they're not yeah. paying you, and we're right. not obviously tra- you know able to recoup because why should my customer have to pay for all that? Yeah. You know, they just want their problem fixed, and they're not usually into the whole oh that's going to cost me thousands of dollars discussion. You yeah. know, so I, I, it's I always, a two way street. Yeah, I, I like the uh, I, I I say I like sarcastically the uh, usually the tank manufacturers have these really generous um, replacement warranties like $135 or, you know, <laughs> we'll pay a, $165 to swap this tank. And I'm, I'm just like, no, <laughs> I don't even leave the driveway for 165 bucks. Are you kidding me? No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I mean, it's not, I mean, we, we've brought up tools. We've, we've really talked a lot about the water heaters because <laughs> that just seems to be a general form of angst lately, but, you know, the service side of things, tech service, tech support, my salesman, I, you know, at my supply house, I was just texting him back and forth last night about that controller for my, my well. And he's tracking it down. He's literally working his tail off trying to figure out alternatives. What can I do? How can we get it? Because he's telling me he's being told, you know, July 1st. And I'm like, I need this controller before <laughs> July 1st because there is going to be a time in which it does not work because it's working kind of. I've got it rigged up a little bit. It's not working properly, Uh, but it's working. I have water when I open the faucet right now, today, or at least I did this morning. Um, You know, tomorrow, I'm not sure. But if I got to wait, you know, three weeks to get the parts, that's going to be a tough pill to swallow. So he's working his butt off. And then he comes back with that whole, you know, they're saying it's this date. They can't do it any faster. And it's X amount of dollars. And I'm like, God, that seems expensive. You know, and I said, are you sure we're talking about the same thing? And and so what did I do? Got on that phone and now I broke that kind of loyalty chain, right? I trying to say like I'm super loyal to this guy and this guy's working his butt off. Yeah. And that internet just gets in the way, right? And I go, Oh, I found it for a third of the price here and they're gonna ship it <laughs> next week. And yeah. what do you what do you do then, right? You know, yep. <laughs> looking out for number one? I don't know. Yeah. I've you know, we've had a, I've had a couple of different occasions here lately where the uh, manager at my Keller, if we're running into something where we're like, I, I, what do you got? Can you, you know, what can we do uh, in, you know, it's faucet trims is the big one here lately, you know, trying to find, you know, particular shower valve trims. And, uh, he's on more occasions than not. He's like, well, looks like Amazon's got it. Probably better just get it off Amazon because I'm, I'm ordering from the factory and they're saying, you know, six weeks and Amazon's got 12 of them. You only need one, you you know. The whole Amazon thing is interesting because a lot of the stuff you've, you know, that we might buy on Amazon if it were related to plumbing or heating, it's probably coming from another supply house, right? It is. Yep. You know, those supply houses, maybe they aren't moving the product, whatever their motivation is to list it on Amazon. Maybe they're just trying to sell more product. 
And so it's kind of a neat window into, I don't have an account at, you know, Jones Supply in Detroit, Michigan, because like, why the hell would I live in Minneapolis? So, but then, you know, you don't realize it necessarily directly, but you go on Amazon and I can buy from them. You know what I mean? It's not always the best price, but who cares? Right. Yeah, but I I think like that instant gratification that we all kind of come to know and and really be accustomed to, especially in the last 14, 18 months, you know, hey, you go online, you order something, it's at your door next day, two, three days later, but yet we're going to places that are buying a commodity and they're not able to get something. It's it's just hard just to really process it all, you know? You know, I I feel like that's a a means to an end, you know, really for our brick and mortars too, because I don't know where I don't know where the supply chain chain breakdown is, but like say Eric, I mean they're selling to Amazon who's basically turning around selling it for pennies on you know, a pennies of of profit on their their end of it because they don't I mean they don't have it, they don't have to have any support. They don't have to have any internal, you know, their corporate structure is there. And because they sell billions of dollars worth of equipment in a month, they don't, I mean, what do you need to make on that? What do you need to make on a billion dollars worth of sales a month to do really well? Well, not, not a lot, you know, whereas the, you know, local supply house does, you know, a million dollars a month and, or 10 million a month. And, you know, they, they got to make money on that. You know, some, somebody's got, got to be able to keep the lights on. And if they're selling to Amazon, who's, you know, I guess they're they're still in it there, but you know, at some point, I'm not showing up to their counter to pick up the parts that they do have on the shelf. And what, that's well, you brought up you brought up support just there, and and it was early in our discussion that what makes you loyal to a product, and you said Andy probably top of your list. Eric, you agreed. Support is uh, a big factor in why you're loyal to a brand. Well. And you said, you know, Amazon doesn't have to have support. So, so are we, where are we at on, you know, again, I'll bring up that vacuum breaker situation. I just needed the vacuum. It doesn't matter at that point. Like now am I not worrying about support for items that, you know, you know, the items like the, the press fittings or the, you know, the stuff you don't think about like copper, like when's the last time you ever had to like call your rep that sells the supply house? Like, is there one? Like, I don't even know, you know, yeah. like these are products you never think about support. So, so is there a breakdown or a, a like, do you just like, you get to a certain products, you were like, it doesn't matter because I just need it. Like copper would be a good example for me. Like, I guess I didn't ever think about what brand or what you know mine that co- i don't know what fuck copper comes out of some kind of factory i guess you know like i don't <laughs> well, care where it comes well, from personally like, yeah and, and i guess like if you think about uh i hate to drop you know some names but like peloton or tesla right i don't even know how you order a peloton you know one of those home bike systems but like you start seeing like their service vehicles on the road you know you go and you buy something from an amazon who is there for your support right um, right. and, and same thing, Tesla wise. Yeah. You go to a car dealership, you buy it. And then there's a Tesla service vehicle on the road. Do we start seeing more brand specific service providers out there? Uh, you know, doing that sort of work. Um, because ultimately I think like we all kind of experience, right. When you are 
dialed into something like that. I mean, I'm not yep. going to go and take a test. I don't own a Tesla, but I wouldn't go take it to my corner gas station for an oil change. I don't even know if they even take oil, right? Shows they don't. The They're electric. Um, <laughs> so there you go. Uh, you know, obviously, just, yeah. But you know what I mean? Yeah, like, you, your service, you're not, though. You're not, yeah. yeah. Right. So again, it, um, you know, but Carvana, right? You can go and buy a vehicle on Carvana. Where's, where's support come from there? I don't know. You know, yeah. it's a glass building with a bunch of cars in it. Yeah. Order it They're, online. Don't show up. Don't test drive it. So, yeah, thanks for the money. You know, it's funny, though, because tell me, you if you, oh, first of all, I won't believe you. I'm just going to say this. If, there's no way the two of you haven't had the conversation with homeowners when they ask you, like, well, what's the difference between the faucet I buy from you and the faucet I could just go buy at Home Depot? Or what if I bought the product and you installed it? And, and we always go to that. Well, you know, in this case, that, you know, they kind of cheapen it up to make it more competitive. So they use lesser parts or, or, you know, you can supply it. That's fine. I'm still going to charge you this much to put it in and I'm not going to warrant it. Okay. So you've, we've all had that discussion. Let's acknowledge that. There's no doubt that you haven't. And anybody listening that works in service of any c- kind with direct with the consumer has had that conversation in one way or another. Okay. But then here we are talking about how we'll just go to Amazon and buy it ourselves. Like, you know what I mean? Yep. Like, you know, we're telling them, no, buy it for me, buy it for me. And then we're we're bypassing our usual routes or supply chains i guess it's maybe necessity though right i i suppose i'm not always or andy you're not always just gonna go to amazon to buy that shower trim like you prefer no. not to right no yeah my, well, my first line is go ahead Derek. oh i was just gonna say we're, we're in like that gray area right we're, we're in that this area where it fits the difference between getting your job done and getting paid and being able to move on to the next job or not Yep. You're going to yeah. do what you have to do to get that job done. And I think that local support, you know, needs to understand that as well. Um, yeah, absolutely. I think then, a lot of them do. But then what happens when you buy it online? And like you're saying, you go and you buy, Eric, maybe you buy a pump online, it shows up great. And then all of a sudden shits the bed in 18 months, right? Is your local support going to be like, sorry, dude, we can't help you? Don't yeah, know. probably. We're not sure, but probably, yeah. Yep. Andy, you're going to say something. No, I was just going to say that same on something on that same note, you know, and that's you know my Amazon, you know, type thing. Oh yeah, it's a shower trim. Well, what what's going to go wrong with a shower trim, right? You know, and I and I, I weigh those those kinds of things. You know, am I going to go on and buy a you know a, a new boiler from Amazon? Nah, probably not, because I know that when something shakes down, and and just in past experience, I know that. Most likely, let's let's say I go buy a, a lock and VAR boiler from Amazon because they have it. You know, maybe I don't think they do, but let's say that they did. Lock and VAR's probably got a disclaimer in their warranty that says something about online sales, and they, guess what? It's yours. Right. I know yeah. that like Fujitsu and Mitsubishi and Daikin, Navian. all of those Navian, all of those companies have that disclaimer about online sales and. If it's not if it's not bought through proper supply chain, it ain't it, it ain't. There's no no bueno. There's no warranty. Well, and and I think that that you know even goes back to you know when you do go into the box stores and you see water heaters, tankless units, whatever it is, and then you see how they're installed. I mean, again, I had a woman <laughs> who's had a, a Takagi tankless unit replaced uh, three or four times under warranty, and I finally walked in the door on a Sunday afternoon. And was like, 
they just had standard B vent coming off of it. And I like I shot that over to tech support and they're like, Oh, we should avoid this unit's warranty. I was like, how come you guys kept issuing warranty replacements and nobody else brought this up to this woman? Um, so when they see that, I mean, are they hemorrhaging money? Where does oh, it not yeah. affect their bottom line? So, yeah. but I, I also understand that the brand recognition factor, you have to be listed online somewhere. You have to be sold in some of the box stores. And I think, um, dollar pumps, you know, is now going to be issuing a, a different style pump for some of the box stores as well to get that brand recognition. Yeah. You know, yeah, hey, they're all in these box stores selling. Yeah, it's Zinkerator being sold at all the box stores too, right? I mean, we all see garbage disposers yeah. all over the place for the Canadians of Garburator, right? Yeah, yeah. Garburator. Hey. What a dumb word. <laughs> oh, you're damn near Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, well, we don't say Garburator. No, these box stores too are getting better and better. They really are. They're they're offering better products. They're offering a deeper selection. You know, they're getting better, honestly. And I live in Menards country, so... Yeah, you can buy yeah. press fittings at Menards. Have been able to for ten years, yeah. you know. Yeah. But that's that's a. I mean, I I feel like that's a supply and demand thing. I mean, any responsible business is looking at it, going, "Hey, what are we missing? What's on the shelves right. that we're not selling? Oh, how about some pro level stuff? You know, mm-hmm. let's let's put the really nice insincorator on the shelf. Well, we're not supposed to sell that. Well, figure out how to make it happen. Yeah, you know, call insincorator and say, you know, we want to buy thirty five semi loads of disposals what's it take right right you know yeah it's interesting it's interesting i mean it makes you turn your head a little bit and it the you know in the case of plumbing and heating um for sure i'm not familiar with electrical supply houses or anything like that at the very least but i can speak for plumbing and heating you know for the longest time it was really only really one major player online that was a that was the competitor to all the local supply houses yeah. And, uh, you know, Supply House, let's just, let's give them a plug, supplyhouse.com, right? Okay, so they, you could, you can order anything with the exception of like a tank water heater. So maybe if you're in certain areas, you could ha- order a tank water heater from them and they deliver it. I think it, you but, can. I mean, you see what the shipping is? Well, yeah. I mean, if you're willing to pay it, I guess, right? <laughs> um, But see, you know, they've always been, or they haven't always, they have definitely made themselves a major competitor to every local or national supply chain, you know, wholesaler for plumbing heating. Because they've built a a good, on a good big business model, the loyal, you know, they've got a lot of loyal customers now. Um, Again, it's kind of, I don't know where you get the support from them. Uh, I just did a return exchange kind of thing through them because they sent me the wrong product. I order from them all the time. Yep. Uh, I know you guys do too. It's just convenience, right? Yep. But, you know, I would like to see my box stores become more competitive too. And I know in my area, my supply houses realize that I can very easily go to Menards and buy a lot of the same product that they sell. I might pay a retail price for it, which might be a little higher, but it's a convenience factor. So they're you know, they acknowledge that it's com- competition. There's no doubt. They can't. Yeah. They can't not acknowledge it. Yeah. Well, I just I, I just had a conversation with a rep here the other day about a of the some vent components. And, you know, they had quoted me some pricing and oh yeah, this and that and the other and all oh, ours is you know, we can get this this product and you know, we've got some of it here, but we're gonna have to get the rest of it from, you know, North Carolina or someplace like that. I said, Okay, well, 
you know, give me a price. Well, you know, he gets the price and I'm like, huh. Okay. So, you know, like four weeks out, you know, to get these two pieces from North Carolina, you know, cause I'm like, what do you <laughs> got to like put it on the pony express and, right, you know, get a stagecoach to come from North Carolina. Um, and I, you know, j- jump online and, you know, cause well, what's the next best thing? You know, none of my local guys have it. I'm, I'm buying it from somebody else anyway. So, you know, we're already, already down that road and jump online. Here's company. It's like, yeah, we got it all in stock. You know, like four hundred dollars cheaper, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, send it. <laughs> you know, let's make this happen. And you know, and I and I look at it and go, well, what's my support level going to be? It's plastic vent pipe. What I mean, what's my support level going to be from this other guy? It's right. plastic vent pipe. What's wrong with it? What What did you do wrong? Yeah, you know. That's, That's the absolute worst thing to say to anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I get told. I've been told. <laughs> you guys have been told. Oh, when they tell you, you you're, and you're like, oh, I don't think you. Yeah. You're wrong. I'm like, yeah. oh, am I? All of a sudden, you turn into the Hulk. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. You want to you, you see me walk away faster from being loyal to your business? Tell me I'm wrong. Yeah. Right. Yeah, why, don't you, why don't you pass me up to your sales sales manager? Um, can well, I speak you know, with the product engineer please well <laughs> and, and that's what like you wonder even across the board right because i mean a lot of cases i feel like that front line of support for them you know if if you're not calling into a tech support you're being passed on to sales somehow some way yeah. right it might not necessarily be a local rep but it, it's somebody in a, a sales-ish position and then that's the one who's talking to you and, and they're not necessarily technically savvy on that yeah. product or on that process so yeah. uh, i know like eric says frequently hey i've been pressing for 20 years and you know nobody's going to tell me any different and i feel the same way i mean i remember the first job we did press on was like 2003 so now yeah. i got this guy who's been with this company for 30 days gonna tell me i'm doing something wrong like right right hey <laughs> come to detroit come on yeah um, come to work with me come come yeah. to my Come help me service this problem at 35 degrees below zero at, you know, right. nine o'clock on a Sunday night when you'd rather be sitting on your couch or laying in your yeah. bed. Yep. Oh, yeah. Come and tell me I'm doing it wrong. Then we'll see how right. I feel. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, it's man. funny. All the things you're telling me to do, I'm doing, and it still doesn't work. Yeah. Now yeah. what? <laughs> yeah. Oh, bang my well, head against the wall harder. Is that what I got to do? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And obviously, I mean, you know, social media, the internet has closed the, the world down, right? Everybody is just a, a lifeline away nowadays. But to be able to get onto so many different forums, and then you start seeing somebody who's having an issue with this and an issue with this. And, oh, this guy's in California. That guy's in Oregon. This guy's in Arizona. All of a sudden, you start piecing it all together. And you're like, these guys are all doing the same thing on a consistent basis. What What's the problem? You know? Yeah. You see? Again, water heaters. Oh, yeah, we don't use those because of this foul gas valve. Oh, okay. Got it. Um, yeah, I mean, all of a sudden, we're all aware now, you know. The red flags are going off everywhere, and it's like, ooh, there's a problem. And then yep. what's what's that level of support? You know, I mean, the one manufacturer, I think, switched their gas control valve somewhere's last in sometime in the COVID era. And uh, what are we seeing, <laughs> right? And, yeah. and Andy has had nothing but problems with uh, him. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
I scratched yeah. that one off the availability list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, back to that. Will you put it in even if it's the only one available? No, not this one. Not this one but, over here. <laughs> but are they doing something to help you correct it? No. And the, and and that's that's the problem. I mean, their 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 solution right now is is the gas valve doesn't work, and so you should just replace the tank because they don't have gas valves. Well, so let's bat, let's right let's now. bring this all. Let's let's we can we can find a lot of things to complain about. There's yeah. no doubt, uh, and I'm not discounting your adventures, Andy, at right. all. <laughs> Let's bring her back uh, around to the very beginning and let's wrap it up. I think I hadn't really said much what makes me loyal to a brand, but I, I've thought about this a lot <clears throat> and I am not unlike the two of you at all. It is service, but honestly, I look back over the last, like, let's say handful of years and I think for the first time I have, I've got a couple good reps and I say a couple and I hope, I hope these guys hear this too. I say only a couple because I've, I for years I would have been the guy that the contractor out in the field that says I don't talk to reps I don't talk because I've never been really I've never had supply you know um support from very many reps over the years but so I I bring it up because this one particular rep or two um seems to be the ones that really actually have got me out of a jam helped me out when I didn't know the solution to a problem or I didn't know a product existed that made a problem go away or something like that. And by, you know, association, they've made me loyal to the brands that they support. Right. And it wasn't the necessarily the, it wasn't fully on the manufacturer that made me loyal to that, that product. It was kind of the rep and which even as I say, as the words come out of my mouth, I'm like, I'm surprised I'm even saying this because honestly, for years I would have been like, I don't care who the rep is. I don't talk to reps. They don't seem to ever help me. Blah, blah, blah. I think it's because I never, I never leaned on them before. And now that I've met a few that I really, a couple that I really actually like, I've learned what they can do for me. So maybe it's kind of on me in that situation. But do you think it's now that, that we're all starting to see this, this facet of the world that like we all have a voice? Yep. Right, you're right. I think you're, that's, I think that's kind of, that's been my experience too. Well, and I think part of that too is is this this era of uh, social media has manufacturers looking at like, well, how do we reach contractors? How do we support contractors in a in a in a different fashion? And I I mean, you look at where Instagram was at ten years ago, and there was a manufacturer here or there, and now in the plumbing side of things, especially the plumbing and the mechanical, you see a bigger presence of Maybe not like the marketing person that's running it. I mean, there's a handful of them that are the marketing people that are running it, and they do a great job with it. But there's also a handful of those people out there that are the trainer. You get, you know, John Barba and Dave Holdorf and Trainer Troy, and yeah. you know, a few of these guys that are that are just deep in the trenches of support. Mm-hmm. And you know, their their end game is is not paid just by our product. But it's how do we how do we fix the problem? Yeah, how do we but how do we that, how do we help educate you to make sure that you've got your problem figured out? Yeah, and so and, you know my my big thing about someone like the social media is that certain cases we'll see a product that gets installed inappropriately, and yet it's still being blasted out there, 
and people still hit that like button. It's like, I get it. You guys, you guys get that part of it, but oh boy, you know, like, well, these guys are using a sump pump for whatever, you know, pumping a water hose up on the roof to get them some radiant heat for a pool heater. Like what in the hell? And (laughs) bam, that manufacturer likes that. Like, no, don't like that. That's not what your product's intended for. You know, like that's, that's just a knife in the side. (laughs) Yeah. That really crappy install. And you're like, you guys actually put does you know, it's because Andy, you hit it a lot of, a lot of times that those things are being shared by that marketing person that just doesn't like, yeah, I mean, let's be honest. In some cases, these marketing people are new to the company or, uh, I don't know. I'm not trying to put any of them down because some of them are great and some of them are just new and they just have something to learn. You know, I can't, expect them to know everything it is frustrating you, though it's frustrating yeah I, i'll tell you who i think is an absolute gem of marketing that's uh the team over at central Park. It, you know like that that matthew price is doing a phenomenal job oh there look at that plug for central yeah Farm. yeah <laughs> no i i you know there are some good ones and it's funny you brought up like the the trainers and stuff andy i think we're at a point now i bet you I bet you have a much bigger part of Trainer Troy, Barba, Holdorf, who are some others that are out there? Like, um, those are the big uh, ones that pop out to me. What's yeah, that? Hot Rod, Rod right? Yep. Hot yeah. Rod. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. How do you get hot a cool Rod. nickname in this industry, man? No, that's you, what I want. You, <laughs> hot Rod. That's that's it right there. Um, you, there ain't no beat in that one. Uh, I think that a probably the biggest one of the biggest parts of their job description now includes that kind of that duty like you are you know how much of their job now is almost on the sales side of things because they're out there on the social media either putting out fires or appeasing people just by giving them little bits of knowledge that might help them out things like that like things have changed a lot and you're right, Eric, you know, we, we have a voice, uh, especially because of social media. I totally agree with you. A hundred thousand. I know Andy does too. That is absolutely true. Um, but let's not forget that that social media is not going to be the only, like the end all be all of solving your problem when you're standing in that mechanical room going, how do I get myself out of this? Or who 100%. did this? How do I fix it? You know, like it does come down to, the actual company or like I was trying to, you know, plug my, my, uh, my rep. I hope he's listening. Jay, Jay bars, formation sales there. He's my Viesman rep. He's my Upinor rep. Like he wants me to buy these other press fittings that I just kind of dragging my feet on, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but I love the guy and I love this, the support they give me. Like I use them as a loading dock. Like how convenient is this stuff? Right. And yep. it's made me loyal to his product lines. It really has. So I don't know. It's interesting. And then COVID can just throw a wrench in all of that, right? I, I was going to say, it's interesting to see that, though. I mean, it seems like, I've, you know, from a customer standpoint, we've gotten a lot more customers saying, well, I, I you know, I was, I was thinking about fixing this myself. And, you know, I, I saw this YouTube video and or whatever and it that that support side of it you just kind of go how how do we how do we get make sure that the content that's there is appropriate yeah you know yeah you can't you can't it's youtube we're not even gonna (laughs) no (laughs) 
Oh, we got to stop it at the YouTube thing because currently there is something going on with tankless water heaters and YouTube and this certain <clears throat> dude that thinks he's he's solving the world's problems. But uh, well, oh, I don't even want to go there. Don't even. Oh, boy. Don't even. Nope, we're not going there. We're going to end it right now, guys. I have the power of editing this. And I'm and and without even editing it, I'm gonna say that's it, guys. Everybody, thank <laughs> you for listening. <laughs> Eric, thanks for coming on. I really do, Andy. From me. both of us, thank you. Yep. Uh, I thought it was a cool discussion, guys. Really, yeah. Um, this is something I wanted to get off my chest for a while. Like, how do you make these decisions? What are what goes into it? And you guys have opened my eyes to some stuff that's cool. Thank you. Thanks everybody listening this long. Uh, you can find us on uh, all of the social medias, mechanicalhub.com. You can find Silva on Silva Mechanical, right, on Instagram. Is it at Silva Mechanical? Uh, at Eric Silva, Silva underscore Mechanical? Yeah. At Sil- yeah Don't put at me on Silva. the spot like that. Oh, see, nobody <laughs> ever knows their Instagram handle when I bring it up. It's funny. Who's Chad your advertising agent? Like, yeah. Yeah. Who's your agent? Get him on here. Um, yeah. Facebook, you name it. If you can't, if you can't find them, hit me up at mechanical hub on Instagram and I will put you in touch with whoever you need to. Uh, there you go. I just opened myself up. You can email us at make trades great again at gmail.com. Um, please check out our sponsors. Um, we'd really appreciate that. And so would they, so everybody have a great day. Hope you're out there killing it guys. Have a good one. Have fun. Thank you. See you guys.